Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's news radio. Nicole, thank you very much for that quick little intro that I'm here tonight, as well as the rest of the week. I want to wish all of you a very merry day after Christmas. Hope Santa was good to you. And I'm going to do the best I can to be good to you with superb guests. Beginning in the leadoff position, a woman you've known for years. She had an article in the Boston Globe mag- magazine a couple of days ago. And I love having her on. And she and I are going to produce a movie together once I win either a Powerball <laughs> or Mega Millions jackpot. It will be a $30 million budget, and it's going to be well-received by the movie going public. Joyce Cole Haywick, welcome back to BZ Radio. Hey, Morgan. Mary, Mary. Mary, So nice to be here. I'm so happy to be on and uh, recuperating from Christmas. (laughs) So was Santa good to you and family? Absolutely. We had just a wonderful holiday. I mean, uh, lots of family, lots of food. uh, And that's, you know, that's what it takes for me. Food is very important. We did a Polish Christmas Eve. We did an Italian Christmas Day. We had lots (laughs) of pasta and pierogies and potatoes and meat and fish and lots of great wine and celebrations. And it was really just wonderful. And lots of family who came in from out of town and flew in and overnight guests. And honestly, it was just marvelous, really marvelous. I I hope you didn't have to either A, cook, or B, clean up. You know what? I don't cook, but I do bake. So there was lots of baking. But I do clean up. And so that's my thing. I bake and I clean up and I set up all the table settings and the flower arranging and the lights and the packages. I love all of that. You know, I'm all about presentation, Morgan. I present things, as you know. (laughs) I'm betting, I guarantee you were dressed in red and you looked resplendent. (laughs) Actually, I was dressed in leather. Everybody wore leather pants this year or you know vegan vegan leather okay uh, yeah and and uh yeah but also you know red and and neutrals and oh beautiful just you know we were all dressed up in a festive way so it was just a wonderful wonderful holiday but yeah no i don't i don't really cook but i i lay it all out and then i clean it all up and that's my sweet spot i just love it let's talk movies okay <laughs> What were the movies that were destined to come out either this week or last week? Well, uh, I mean, the big movie that came out, certainly for the family, was Willy Wonka, the prequel story starring Timothy Chalamet as the young Willy Wonka. Okay. And 
that's probably the big family film that came out. And I have to say, I would see anything with Willy Wonka, excuse me, with Timothy Chalamet in it. But uh, for me, even even Timothy Chalamet couldn't make that film really interesting. I don't know. I may be in the minority on this one, but... Um, Aren't we all tired of Willy uh, Wonka? They hit a home run with Gene Wilder. Yeah. And then they came and, back 15, 20 years later with Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, um, your your vote for Timothy. It's not a it's not a film that ever really grabbed me in any way. Even when I right. saw Johnny Depp do it, even initially the story, the ch and I love chocolate, and I love. <laughs> but I I just was never grabbed, and I thought, oh, Timothy Chalamet. Now listen, I would see him in anything, and that I even went to this movie was because of Timothy Chalamet. But even Timothy Chalamet, for me, didn't quite, I don't know, you know, I didn't think it was a particularly good performance. He was fine. He's not really a singer, and it was a musical. Um, so he sang on key, and it was fine. He's not really a dancer, but he he remembered all the steps and was agile <laughs> enough. It was fine, you know. There were some interesting special effects, but that never really gets me. Anyway, I it eluded me. What can I tell you? And I thought the story was, the screenplay was kind of stupid. You know, they kept escaping from this place uh, that they were caged up in. The Some of the characters were, you know, captured by Olivia Coleman's character, who actually was really, really funny in it, as this kind of nasty old lady who would uh, imprison these people to, uh, you know, generate uh, material for her, the shop that she was working in. And right. Yeah, you know, all of that. But Oh, oh wait, uh, so there was a plot. They were able to get out with magic. <laughs> And, and, you know, some clever uh, escape tactics. And then they would go out and make chocolate and sell it and make money to then pay off the fake, you know, debt that she'd cooked up. And I'm like, well, why come back? You know, if you got out for the day, just stay gone. <laughs> I thought it was so stupid. I really did. I, I, the subtleties of this screenplay eluded me. All right. That can't be the only movie for Christmas. No, it can't be, but it was a big one. So, you know, there you go. And then, but a, a film that came out actually, um, oh, Poor Things. Poor Things with Emma Stone, yes. Willem Dafoe, and uh, Mark Ruffalo. Um, I just watched it, actually. Uh, strong and, cast. Yeah, very strong cast and a very interesting screenplay. And um, it's pretty good, but it may not be what you think. And it's not a particularly a Christmas movie. There's lots of very uh, graphic sex in it. Uh, <laughs> it involves, like, horses and... I assume it's R-rated. I didn't actually look at the rating, but it's a it's a shocker. I mean, it's Emma Emma, not Emma Thompson, Emma Stone, as you've never seen her before. <laughs> but it's like a, it's a Frankenstein story. Oh dear. Um, and Willem Dafoe is the plays the the Doctor Frankenstein essentially, but he's called God, you know, God Baxter, mm -hmm. and uh, he creates a creature, um, and I won't tell you all the details of it, but Emma Stone is the creature, and she's um, she learns about life, 
and she goes through life. So it ends up being sort of an allegory about life and death and sex and love and birth and creativity and freedom. And it's about a lot of things. It's actually a very interesting allegory. So, so I'm going um, to bring my notebook to uh, keep yeah. up with all of this. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's uh, definitely for adults. And it's uh, it's like the, a thinking man's Frankenstein, although Frankenstein, you know, the book by Mary Shelley was actually pretty profound. So, uh, you know, this from an English major and a former English teacher. So, um, I would say the effects are great. The performances are terrific. It's um, it's very interesting movie, but don't bring the family. <laughs> okay. Let me take my break here when we come. I'll open the phone lines if anybody okay. wants to talk about your favorite Christmas movie ever, the upcoming crop of oh, Christmas movies. Yeah. And this is the last week for movies to qualify to win an Oscar. All these things mm -hmm. are parts of Joyce's Choices. What a creative name. You should use that somewhere. <laughs> I, I might. I, okay, I'm glad I suggested it. Phone number 617 or 888-929-1030. Rob is behind the controls tonight. Be nice to him. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we shall see what we shall see. Time and temperature here on BZ. Nightside without Dan Ram. Morgan filling in. 816 43 degrees you're on nightside with dan ray on wbz boston's news radio as the announcer just told you this is nightside dan is usually here eight to midnight every monday through friday but for this week he's taken the week off and i got the assignment to fill in i was here last night obviously i'm here tonight and I'll be here Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I've got a lot of great people. And my lineup tonight starts off with Joyce Colhaywick. And Joyce, tell people about Joyce's Choices so they can participate with you. Oh, Joyce's Choices is the name of my website. And uh, you just go on, pop in Joyce'sChoices.com, and I review movies and theater. And uh, I'm also the president of the Boston Theater Critics Association, so I have to see pretty much everything. And uh, I, it keeps me very busy, so I, I write up my reviews. And the most recent post I have is actually the results of the Boston Society of Film Critics' top movies of the uh, excuse me of the year. So um, take a look. Just log on, and uh, you can you can follow me on Facebook as well as Twitter. You can also subscribe. Just pop in your email, and every time I post, it will um, come into your inbox, and you'll be able to see what I wrote. And so I wanted to actually mention two other movies that opened on Christmas, and that is The Color Purple, uh, which is uh, it's actually being produced by Oprah Winfrey, and this time it's a musical. So it's you know it started out as a book by Alice Walker and then it became yes. a, a musical 
and uh, and a excuse me. Then it became a movie, and then a musical on stage, and now it's a musical movie. And Spielberg had something to do with writing this adaptation for the screen, and it's uh, really got a heck of a cast. It's got Fantasia in it. I don't know if you remember Fantasia. She was she won, I believe it was, or she she was one of the finalists on American Idol, and Taraji P Henson, and. Um, Coleman Domingo, who's in another uh, wonderful movie called uh, Rustin, who's um, he actually stars in that about a, uh, an American civil rights activist, and Hallie Bailey, who was the Little Mermaid this year, and she's marvelous in it. So I'm going to recommend that, The Color Purple. She has got a career oh, yeah. ahead of her, a monster career ahead of her. Absolutely. She's uh, incredibly appealing. She's remarkably gifted musically. Good voice. She's also yep. an actress. She's really, yeah, quite lovely, and she's beautiful. So, you know, there you go. She's the whole She's the whole thing, the whole package. Yeah, they had a making of The Color Purple, and I watched that, and I was impressed. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, uh, and Taraji P. Henson, oh, my gosh, how funny is she? She's incredible. She plays Suge Avery, so she, it's just great. This big flamboyant character uh, who's also very charismatic and very funny and, ah, wonderful. Also, her is in it, the, uh, you know, the guitarist, singer, musical performer. Yes. She's incredibly talented, and I don't know if this is her first role, but she's wonderful. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to recommend this. There was another movie that was a disappointment to me that I had high hopes for. The Boys in the Boat, uh, which was a wonderful, wonderful book. George George Clooney Clooney directed it, yeah. And uh, uh, it's just incredibly flat. It's about this uh, crew team that actually won the Olympics in 1930-whatever-it-was, nine, and uh, when Hitler was in power and the uh, boys in the boat had to go to Germany where the Olympics were held, and they won, uh, these are hard-scrabble young men who became this incredible team of rowers and uh, it's an inc- it's an extraordinarily inspiring book that goes into great detail about you know what it takes to be on a crew team, all the backstories of these boys who came up from nothing, um, who ended up uh, sort of overturning everybody's expectations. No one had any expectations of their success, and they went on to win you know the biggest award they could on the planet. And uh, it's a very inspiring story. And the movie is remarkably flat. And a lot of it has to do with the, mu- with the music on the, uh, on the soundtrack, which is just so boring. And, you know, it's like a diddly squat score. It's terrible. Um, and just a very conventional, no, uh, no excitement, no suspense. I mean, ugh, it was a big disappointment. So, you know, there's something... George Clooney lacks. He's, he's a great actor. I would agree. And he's, he's been around long enough to learn the ins and outs of yeah. all aspects of producing, writing, directing, acting. But when he directs, yeah. there's something missing. 
I would agree. I, it's it's always this way. It's always just a little too conventional. And um, I don't know. I'm <laughs> just remembering that space odyssey that he did uh, a few Solaris. Oh, yes. That was terrible. I mean, really terrible. And there was a lot of money behind that. There were great expectations there. I mean, he's a good actor. He's a good actor. Um, but his best role, I think, is is as being, oh, I don't know, like the the guy who is sort of the the most well-liked, charismatic, appealing, all-around guy in Hollywood, you know, and he's got an incredible social conscience, and he does great work in the world, and he can gather people together, and everybody really likes him. But, um, you know, beyond that, and as an actor, he's, you know, up in the air was terrific. He was great in that. Um, oh, he was in Ocean's 12. You know, he's able to gather that team around him. Well, was, Ocean's 11, 12, and 13. Yeah, 11, 12, and 13, right? He wasn't a particularly good Batman. No. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. but, the li- but the line he said in Batman, I loved, now I understand why Superman works alone. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. he was having yeah. issues with Robin. Uh, and yeah. what are you going to do? Exactly. What are you going to do? And then there's this other one that he was really good in. He was, uh, oh, the Cohen Brothers, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? He was actually pretty funny in that. And he was great in Out of Sight. So I guess what I'm saying is he um, he's probably a better actor than any of the other roles that he plays. But he's right. just somebody that everyone likes. Oh, and Michael Clayton, actually, he did earn a Best Actor nomination for that. It was a legal thriller, and he was right. terrific in that. And he was actually very good in The Descendants, so maybe I'm undoing part of what I said. But, um, yeah. He, so, he but still this needs, is a disappointment in any he, case. He needs to borrow Steven Spiel, Spielberg's book on directing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think that oh, yeah. would be wise of, of Mr. Clooney. George now, Clooney, right. I'm, I'm going to give the phone numbers again. And I tell you, I'm going to pretend I'm not here. I'm going to pretend Dan is here. And you are a guest of Nightside with Dan Ray. (laughs) I wouldn't be calling in. I just want to hear the things that you have to say about film. Mm -hmm. Because your words should have rose petals dropped on them. (laughs) And I'm serious. So... Let me give the phone number, invite people if they want to call in to talk to you about the movies you have mentioned that have come out for this holiday season. And when we come back, we're going to get into the movies that might be getting an Oscar in a couple of months. Okay. 617-254-1030 or 888-929-1030. If you want to call in, I encourage you to do so. I'm Morgan, filling in for Dan Ray. She is Joyce Colhaywick for, I'll say decades. She has been reviewing anything of importance on your TV screen, on your movie theaters, on uh, on the boards, as we say in theater. Joyce's choices matters. So give a call in. Please do. And I'm going to throw it to Rob Brooks, who's producing tonight. And we'll hear a commercial or two and a news break. I think 
Nicole Davis is still doing our news. I hope so. Time and temperature here in BZ, 830, 43 degrees. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Welcome back. And if you weren't here for the first half hour or so, you're here now, and that's the important thing. Joyce Colhaywick is here. We're talking about the movies that were released to coincide with Christmas. And we're going to shift gears and talk about movies that could receive an Oscar. Because mm-hmm. you know the Oscars are, is it March or April this year? I believe it's, uh, I think it's March. Okay. Uh, i, I got to look at my date. Um, I think it's in March. Let me just see here. No, I don't know. Somebody you, somebody should call you, in and tell us. Are you going? <laughs> no, no, I am not going, but I will be tweeting through the whole thing, glued to my set, and reporting uh, on, online. All right. So, uh, yeah, with, with my commentary about, you know, what I think is going to happen or what I think has happened. So well, We have a call um, from Maine, of all places. Okay. So Bob in Maine, thank you for calling. And you've got Joyce Colhaywick here on Nightside. Yes, hi, good evening, Joyce and Morgan. Hi, good, good evening. Good. Yeah, listen, uh, before you jump into the... Uh... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Contenders, I guess you call for the Oscars. Uh, I just wanted to ask your thoughts on the movie that's on Netflix, which is Leave the World Behind, with mm-hmm. uh, Ali and uh, Julie Roberts, and I forget the, um, the husband's name. But I haven't just... seen it yet. I have not oh. seen that, so I wish I could I could tell you. But I'm always very interested in whatever Julia Roberts and Mahershala Ali do, uh, and and it looks kind of interesting. It's kind of a sci-fi sort of thing. It's very odd kind of uh, situation where odd things happen. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. Uh, I what did you think? I was disappointed. I'd say mm-hmm. uh, I'm not trying to dissuade anybody from seeing it, but it's doesn't end on a happy note, obviously, but um, to me, it didn't, it just didn't feel truly cinematic. It felt more like it was made for television. Ah, uh, yeah. And that, that, that's my thought on it. And with that, you know, with that level of um, talent. Uh, talent, yeah, I'm going, really? And the, <laughs> it was adapted from a book, which... Um, I started reading the book, but then I thought this is way, 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 way too detailed for me to get into right now. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, just my thoughts. Well, I wish I could weigh in. I just haven't seen that one yet. I actually screened yeah. about, oh, 75 films before we voted for our year-end awards, but that was not one of them, and it's on television. So there you yeah. go. Okay. Well, thank you so much for what you do, and thanks for taking my call tonight, Morgan. And thanks for Mark, calling. thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Oscars are going to be on March 10th, and Jimmy Kimmel is going to return to host the Oscars, which is really okay. nice. He's a very good host. So okay. that will be March 10th on ABC. Before I take another phone call, mm-hmm. your job must be so much more difficult than, than let's say, 20 years ago. There is so much more product out there and places (laughs) where where product exists that didn't exist uh, the prior years. Talk talk about that. Yeah, well, it is true. I mean, although I, you know, I just limit what I see. I I stopped watching animated films. I really just, it's not a, a fave of mine. And I stopped watching super superhero movies. I just got so sick of the Marvel Universe. And, you know, I just, it just doesn't interest me anymore. So I think at this point, at this stage of the game, I watch the movies that are of some interest to me, usually movies with more adult themes or great casts or, you know, whatever, and all different kinds of movies. It doesn't have to, it could be comedy, it could be tragedy, science fiction, it could be, um, you know, sports movies, but I've kind of ruled out categories of movies that I just don't give my attention to unless I'm really desperate. And I do watch movies on television that I, you know, that I like, and I do watch series on TV that I like. I love Lessons in Chemistry. I thought that was fantastic you know, based on a really wonderful book starring Brie Larson, and uh, that was a marvelous limited series. I watched The Crown, which I thought was terrific. Um, so there are, you know, there's lots of things to take in, but it is, you know, it's it's harder, but I don't mind that kind of difficult, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm reading fewer books and watching more visual stuff, and I'm going okay. to the theater all the time. What are your favorite, quote-unquote, on Broadway type of of productions on broadway type of productions oh well you know we just had uh, a marvelous production of the band's visit which was on broadway with tony shalhoub and katrina lank and uh, we had an incredible production of that here at the huntington theater which was uh, just a beautiful piece of work about an Egyptian military band that lands in the wrong city in Israel uh, due to a linguistic mishap. So, <laughs> and, and they have to spend the night there because it's just a small little village. There's no additional transportation out. And it's what happens that night as these people coming from different cultures but related, you know, get to know each other and make connections. And the music is stunning, and the performances were amazing. Um, So that's one. And I actually went to see uh, Sweeney Todd in New York not too long ago with Josh Groban as Sweeney, the demon barber of Fleet Street. So that was wonderful. And I have a big appetite for all kinds of theater, musical, non-musical, um, so, yeah, I, there's a lot going on, an awful lot going on. And the Golden Globe nominations came out. So they're usually an indicator of what's going to come up at the Oscars. And, right. yeah, so I think that's happening in January, January 7th, if I'm not, not incorrect. And um, 
there are a number of films there that I think are going to also reappear at the Oscars, like uh, Killers of the Flower Moon and Oppenheimer and a film called Past Lives. Um, so we'll see. We will see. We'll see. Did you see... I'm only asking because Bill is a friend of mine. Uh, mm. We don't go to the bar and drink beers together, but, you know, he's a friend. I've had him on Bill Haney from North Shore Oh, Music the North Shore Theater. Music Theater, sure. And he's got a production about the making of Jaws, and they made that a Broadway production. Yes, a friend of mine actually saw it and said it was terrific and really funny and all the stuff that, you know, went wrong in that production because, right. you know, they had a shark, basically, that didn't work. And so when the shark kept breaking down, it was all the things that happened in between while they were waiting for them to fix the shark, you know. Uh, but it actually ended up making uh, Jaws a wonderful film because one of the reasons, because you didn't get to see that much of the shark, so what you don't see you had to imagine, the, the and it music, was scary. The music made you feel... The shark. Well, that's John Williams, who's talked an awful lot about, you know, that two-note motif. Da-dum, da-dum. You know, I mean, da-da-da-da-da-da. Oh, my gosh. Imagine that being as potent as it was. And I've just been shown the title, The Shark is Broken. Mm-hmm. And that's the <laughs> exactly. title. Exactly. So if you go to New York, you want to check that out. The Shark is Broken, yeah. I, I recommend that. There were a number of films that were made this year that had to do with Boston, one of which is The Holdovers, which we voted the best film of the year. Phenomenal movie starring Paul Giamatti. And, um, yeah, he's about, it's about a cranky professor at a boys' private uh, boarding school who uh, has to babysit some of the holdovers, the boys whose uh, families either didn't have time for them or were preoccupied or whatever, but they have to stay at the school over Christmas break. And it's what happens between him and what one particular troubled student. And uh, the two of them are very troubled characters. And they end up um, forging a really beautiful kind of uh, connection, which, you know, it's not sentimental in any way, and there's no easy answers, but in the course of this vacation that they share with um, the head cook, played by Divine Joy Randolph, she um, she and they make kind of a, uh, a family, in a sense, at the school, and it's okay. uh, very touching, very touching, and it's set in a boarding school in the greater Boston area, and they actually in the 1970s and they go into Boston and you get to see all the you know the landmarks downtown and but the way it was in the 70s it's a really lovely story and it's a great movie with phenomenal performances when we put our movie together you and I yes we're going to go overflowing with places <laughs> and spots and locales in Boston i just Absolutely. thought i'd make that very clear all right Absolutely. let's Let's take our break. You want to call in? 617-254-1030, 888-929-1030. Moose in Danvers, you will be first with Joyce after we return from these messages here on Nightside. Time and temperature, 844, 43 degrees. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Austin's News Radio. I have three people on hold, patiently, underline, 
Wonderful. Waiting to speak with Joyce. Let's get them all on before the top of the hour. Beginning with Moose in Danvers. Moose, good evening. Hello, good people. Hello, good people. Hey, Moose. Hello. How you doing? Very well. How are you doing? Very good. Very good. I'm very happy to be talking to you about movies. I love movies. I still go to the movies. We went to the movies on Sunday. Oh, what'd you see? Unfortunately, it's what, it's what you don't want to see is I saw Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. Oh, oh you know right. what? How was Aquaman? Because actually, I, I think I would want to see that because I just love that guy. <laughs> Jason Momoa. Well, Jason Momoa, Momoa, okay. Jason Momoa is, is, is the modern Aquaman, but unfortunately, it'll be the last time we ever see Jason Momoa as Aquaman because there's no more DC extended universe like they've had in the past. It's yeah, going to be, yeah, yeah. you know, it's going to is it. Mr. Gunn is like taking it? over the man. It was entertaining. It wasn't horrible, you know. And I'm kind of <laughs> glad they didn't do some some things, you know, with certain characters that they that you might have expected them to, given the the, the situation with Ms. Amber Heard. But uh, you know, overall, oh, yeah. you know, I yeah. enjoyed it. I can't say that Lovely. I didn't enjoy it, but yeah. And uh, I just I wanted to talk about my Oscar. I mean, my Oscar choices or, or thoughts oh. about the Oscars. Get to it. Well, okay. I mean, basically, the, the front runners, I believe, with Best Picture is Oppenheimer, which is a very heavy thing, and mm -hmm. uh, the, I, and then I haven't seen Maestro, but I'm hearing huge things about Maestro. No. Um, <laughs> no? I, I did see no? Maestro. It's about Leonard Bernstein, and it stars, uh, as you know, Bradley Cooper as Bradley Leonard Cooper. Bernstein, and he directed the film, he co-wrote the screenplay, and he stars in it. He does, an, he does a masterful job playing Bernstein, but I thought the film was awful. I really did. I well, thought it was okay. just uh, well, dull, I'll be confusing. Seeing it eventually. Uh, if you didn't know anything about Bernstein, you're not going to find out much more when you watch this, and it kind of focuses on, oh, his, his um, more than anything, on his sex life, really, about the relationship with his wife and his very fluid uh, well, sexuality, uh, which is fine, right. but the thing about Leonard Bernstein, more than anything, was what an incredible musician the guy was. I mean, he wrote West Side Story. He wrote A Requiem Mass. He wrote, I mean, he could write in any genre. He was incredibly charismatic as a conductor. We learn very little about that from the inside out. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was an ill-conceived, um, an oddly shot. A piece of work, but it is nominated for Golden Globe, and yeah, we're going to be hearing about that at the Oscars, I think. Moose, anything oh, else? Well, I haven't heard, I haven't seen Killers of the uh, Flower Moon, but just Scorsese, and I love Scorsese, but going back yeah. to, you know, Taxi Driver and Mean Streets and stuff like that, you know. Um, too young to see them back then, but, you know, I saw them in the past, you know, I saw them, you know, many years later, because I was only like in my teens when they came out. But Scorsese right. is a genius anyways. But, you know, he does hate superhero movies like you do. Uh, yeah. so he's, he, he's, he's boxed at any, any time that they, they, yeah, they have any relevance to being real cinema. You know, I, I don't understand yeah, how his point of view them. is. I don't like green screen, and it's overdone. Over, over, Lately, overdone yes. in superhero in the, movies. In The Flash. The Flash. Yeah. And Aquaman, you know, there's plenty of it. You know, they have that's how they that's how they get around. That's how they get 
you know, cheap, uh, you know, cheap effects. That's how they make it feel like a comic book on the big oh, screen. Well, it also appeals to a global audience. A lot of those movies because they're low on dialogue exactly. and they're big on visuals, so so they make a lot of money. Um, I would recommend Killers of the Flower Moon. It's not a perfect film, but it is certainly um, it's a beautifully made film, and it's about a chapter in our history that we need to come to grips with. And it is it features two performances that I think are going to be mentioned uh, at the Oscars. And that is Lily Gladstone, who plays the, um, right. the woman that Leonardo DiCaprio married to. Right, exactly. DiCaprio's the, wife. The wife, yeah. And um, and Leo, you'll probably hear about Leo. It's a very odd role for him too, but um, you know he works very well with Scorsese. I think it's a it's an important film to see. I gotta let you go, Moose. Mm. We've got two more people to get on, but thank you for the call. Very good. Yeah, thanks for calling, thank Moose. Nice to chat with you. Good night, Moose. And now let's welcome in Alan in Haverhill. Hey, Alan, guys. Good evening. It sounds like you were left wanting more from Boys in the Boat. I can appreciate that, yeah. but personally, I liked it a lot. I don't yeah. feel like I need to be creatively intellectually challenged to enjoy a movie and i thought there was enough depth and substance in the struggle itself in the storyline and it brought me to tears on more than one occasion i really like interesting liked it. Yeah. yeah and i thought it was just dramatically a little flat i mean that story in and of itself the bare bones of that story is compelling um you know what i would recommend to you so. go and read the book it isn't that it's so intellectually challenging. There's just more detail, and okay. every every story was even deeper than what you imagined. Even the guy who made the boats and what what it takes to make a boat like that, and and the role of each of the rowers in the boat, how they're all highly individual and how they all sync up together, and in each particular seat and what that means. I mean, honestly, the book is stunning. Um, and it's really, this is a pretty stripped-down version, so maybe uh, it suffered for me by comparison to the book. You know, there you go. Maybe, but I appreciate your yeah. response, and thank you, and you guys have a nice night and healthy New Year. Okay. Helen, Thanks thank for you for the call. Happy New Year to you. Thanks. And that leaves time for us to talk to Hank from New Bedford. Hank, you've got Joyce Cole Hayward. Lucky, lucky you. Uh, good morning, guys. Um, I mean, good good evening. Yes. Uh, I just ran down to the kitchen, Joyce, to stop a fire from breaking out because what? I ran to the phone to get on the uh, radio with you in time. Oh, my gosh. Is, yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> the, the smoke was coming up the stairway. Oh, my um, gosh. So I rescued it before it really got ridiculous. I'm happy to uh, hear that. The Giamatti movie, uh, Joyce, yeah. I believe that was filmed... Uh, partially or totally in New Bedford and surrounding towns. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of it was shot in Boston, but the actual, uh, I thought it was shot in partly in Andover, but uh, I could be wrong. So it's it's definitely all in the greater Boston area, and you will you will see them walking through the streets of Boston through yeah. uh, some of this. Yeah, I, I yeah. think, I think, yeah, I remember Andover. So I think, um, I think uh, a fair amount of it was shot in uh, Fairhaven in New Bedford, and mm -hmm. it might have been within a block of where I live. Oh, you know, wow. They're, they're using That's more fantastic. and more of the sets in New Bedford because of our historic and old architecture. Exactly, exactly. I 
You know, I don't know the name of the school that they used uh, for Barton Academy, which is a fictional academy in the movie. Yeah, but, I think it was. Um, did you see any of it? I think it was it. No, I think it was actually. I, do, I don't go to the movies anymore. I wait till it gets on television, free television or right. DVD. And and I don't particularly like anything that's uh, later than 1960. To tell you the truth, I uh-huh. share your uh, lack of interest in animated films. Yeah, um, by the some way, some of them are quite beautiful. But, I mean, but um, they're few and far between. I think the setting for the school might have been the town hall in Fairhaven, right across the river from New Bedford. Wow, isn't that something? It was, well, it, was it was written up here, you know, by the the newspaper. So that's why I know more I than I do you're about. You're going to love that movie. It's a beautiful film on yeah, every level. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. got plenty of company for people that liked it, and. Um, I'll have to talk to you. I just want to. I'm looking at my computer clock. I guess I still, Morgan, have a few seconds, huh? Take them. Yeah. Uh, as long as you the, have nothing on the stove. <laughs> well, it's 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 out of the toaster oven now. It looks pretty well done. It was okay. just some bagels. No big deal. I just didn't want the smoke to fill up the whole joint here. Oh yeah, I don't blame you. I I'm a fan of yours ever since you came on the TV way back. Wow, yeah, thank you're you. You're just a, such a pleasant person, even if I didn't agree with your reviews, uh, just to listen to you. And that that's coming through loud and clear tonight. Doesn't she radiate over the radio, uh, Morgan? She <laughs> clearly does. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan, definitely. Thank you. That's why I look thank down you. Uh, getting here on whenever I can. Well, yeah, I'm, and I'm, I've been listening uh, to you before, but never had occasion to call up. So maybe uh, the next well, you time. You sound very pleasant yourself, I will say. Oh, and my you. my goal as a critic is always to invite people into the conversation because honestly, we don't all agree, and that's half the fun. So let's get in there and chat. You know, let's get in there and hash it out. I love a good debate. <laughs> I heard you say you like Oppenheimer, so I guess I might. Uh, I might oh. maybe look at it in the theater. My dad worked on the atomic bomb, so. Oh, wow. oh. yeah. Then you must see it, and I would I, recommend you see it in the theater. That I got to let you go because I'm almost out of time. Thanks, Morgan. Take Thank you for the call. Bye bye. Joyce, one more time, give yeah. your website and. Joyceschoices.com. So sign up. I love the traffic. Leave me notes. Send me messages. If you disagree, let me know. If you All agree, right. let me know. <laughs> Morgan, jo- Merry, yes. Merry, and Happy New Year. Same to you, Joyce. Take care. Thank you. Good night now. All Good right, night. People. David Van Dusen is next. He's my Dick Van Dyke um, man. That's all I can say. So I'm moving out the way for news. Time and temperature, 859, 43 degrees. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.